Welcome, welcome. This is Jesse with Recovering Mentally, coming to you live from Nebraska. I'm here today to talk to you about being your most authentic self. I personally left corporate America. It was affecting my mental health. It was affecting my sobriety. And now I branched out onto my own with learning all these kinds of great tools to help coach and guide you through this. Because you know what? We are awesome and we are badasses when we are doing the things that we love that are not only good for our self, our career, our success, but for our mind, body, and soul. So let's get started. Hey, you guys, welcome back. It's Jesse with Recovering Mentally. Today, I am super excited because you guys heard in our eight-minute teasers are Rebecca Plotz, who is not only my coach, but she's my friend. She's a mentor. Rebecca brings courage to her world by a wave of connecting achievers to epic family experiences, tools to bring them to the next level and reconnect them to the human part of living. Rebecca has been a photographer for nine years. She started her entrepreneur journey after being wrongfully fired from a retail job. She is the mother of three decent human beings in the making, living her dream of teaching her kids through life experiences while working with her coaching business from home. Rebecca is also the co-founder of a wonderful, incredible company called Work on Purpose with purpose, a blueprint for your success. Recovering Mentally actually collaborates with Work on Purpose with Purpose. So if you ever have questions about that, check out our Facebook page. It is a virtual community to celebrate who you are, accomplish your goals, and focus on results. Rebecca, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Jesse. Super excited to be here. So fun. Okay. So as we stated in the teaser, two years ago when I first met you, and it will always stick in the back of my head, Rebecca living fearlessly. How in the heck, and you're still teaching me, but I want to know how in the heck are we supposed to live fearlessly? Well, I'm glad that I'm still teaching you because, sister, I am still learning every single day. So I'm, I'm, I love that this is what we're talking about because it is how I live my life and it is what I teach my clients and my family. I'm all about teaching this to everyone because like we talked about before, living fearlessly is really about knowing that every single day we're going to have some fears, big, small, but really it's moving through them with action. I'm all about action, as you know, and taking those steps is really important. So living fearlessly to me is taking those steps, knowing that the next right move is going to be there for you and just walking in that courage to know like, what comes your way, you can manage it. It will be all right. It, it'll be great. It's all good. So that's really like my mindset about living fearlessly and the way that I started my entrepreneurial journey, as you mentioned, is that I was wrongfully fired from a retail job. And, and quite honestly, I was shocked, like sobbing in tears, just total utter shock the day that this happened to me because I was very liked or, or, you know, and by my peers, I was very liked. I had a lot of fun at my job, I thought, and they, they fired me for perception. So basically they told me that I didn't smile enough. Basically I, I have RBF and I, it was the first like time that someone basically told me I, I wasn't happy enough to be 
in customer service. And I was like, well, I guess I'm just not happy enough there because I'm a really joyful person and I was their front salesperson. So it didn't make any sense and it was a big shock. So that's really where it started because I was like, screw the man. I'm not working for someone else again that can just decide when I am not good enough, when I'm done. So that was how I became an entrepreneur was I really sat in that for a couple months. I collected unemployment and I was like, you know what, screw that. I'm not just going to grab any job that will take me. I want to do something that's meaningful. I want to have a, a, a purpose and I want to enjoy what I'm doing. And mind you, I was in my early twenties when this happened. So I I'm Norwegian. I'm very stubborn. <laughs> um, I was just like, I, I kind of just put my foot in the ground and was like, no, I'm not just going to let any job be good enough. And I, I collected unemployment, figured my next move out. Um, and, and I think we'll kind of talk about like what that aspired to and like how I'm here today. But in reality, it was just really thinking I deserve better and that I can do better. And obviously if that job wasn't meant for me and that's fine, but that's how it got started was someone basically making the move for me. And then I then had the decision to make if I was going to go back into a pattern of something that wasn't meant for me or to step up and live fearlessly and go after what I've always wanted, which is to make my own schedule and have more freedom. How did you, because I've been wrongfully terminated too before, and I went to whole opposite mindset that you did. How did you, to use one of my friend's quotes, take a day or two in Pity City and move on? You didn't take up residency. You just visited for a day or so and then shifted your mindset. How did you do that? Well, I mean... For one thing, it wasn't, it was definitely longer than a day or two. It was probably, I want to say that it was about two months that I probably collected unemployment and just kind of sat in my pity party and really just like sat with it. So the breaking point really for that like mindset was I was actually on a vacation with my family and I am a lake girl. I love the lake. I grew up on the lake. I'm a water baby, but lakes are my jam. And we were on a beautiful lake for the week. And my bonus dad was really like drilling me with questions. Like, when are you going to get a job? All that kind of good stuff. (laughs) You know, parents are good for that. And, um, you know, he was really trying to get some answers out of me, what my plan was. And I really didn't know what to say. I, you know, I gave him the same spiel I kind of just said, you know, I don't want to just work for anyone. I don't want just a paycheck. Obviously that wasn't doing it for me because I was fired for not being happy enough. And I am not someone that can fake anything. No, I know this. (laughs) Yes. Uh, You you read it on my face. Again, did I mention I'm Norwegian? (laughs) My face, I'm very blunt. I'm very honest. And it's one of my best qualities. But you're very happy. Those people were wrong. You are very happy. I'm a fun person. So that's where I know that like, obviously that wasn't what I was meant to do. So it was the best blessing for me to realize that, right? And to know like, okay, I need to step up and find out what I'm really passionate about. And in that conversation with my bonus dad, you know, I said, I think he might've asked me, I'm not quite sure. Someone asked me, I think, you know, what do I, what would I do for the rest of my life if I could? And I was like, 
I love to take pictures. And mind you, if you're a creative on here or a photographer aspiring to be one, realize that I did not have a I did not have a DSLR camera. I was not someone that was taking professional pictures at any capacity when I had this thought. I had a disposable camera that I would take down to my local IGA and develop pictures every other weekend. <laughs> I love it. It was nothing fancy, but um, that was what I knew I enjoyed. I was someone that, I was the girl at the parties, yes, I was the girl at the parties that would have a camera and just capturing the moments. That was who I was. It brought me a lot of joy. I've loved memories since I could ever remember. But again, I didn't have a fancy camera to start me out. I just had this thought and I said it out loud. And my bonus dad was generous enough to helped me pay for my first camera. And that's how it got started was really just having a community and support system that believed in me just a little bit to give me some extra support. So that's to answer your question a long way. I, I think community is a huge, huge thing or just really a couple of key supporters to find the things to draw out in you that you can do something that you don't even know how to do it yet. You have to have that belief in yourself that you can learn something new and try to be a beginner. Again, like that is the biggest thing I think I've learned is to always be open to being a beginner, which is uncomfortable and fearful. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know, it's very interesting that you bring up that community and those, those support people because in mental health, they talk about... and. Why they call it the circle of three and not the triangle of three, I don't know. But they call it the circle of three. And you should always have three key people that are there to support you. And I'm sorry, I got to plug work on purpose with purpose for a second. The community that you have co-founded embodies everything you just said. Like what an amazing group of people and you were a part of this. Would you say that now that you are so empowered, it helps you maintain, like you can go back and look at that bad experience and go, huh, look at me now, people, I'm happy, and now I'm going to do this. Does it, does it fuel the fire, or how do you maintain this incredible mindset? Yeah, so I would say that, you know, work on purpose with purpose, I have like you said, I'm a co-founder of this. So I have business partners in this and it's really my success strategist and my coach that I work with. We have, we just jam out so good together. And what we found is that it was really what we both were already doing, what we needed for each other. And we found, you know, we figured out that so many more people needed what we were needing. Mm -hmm. And we were, we're there to just help more people on a larger scale. But first it started with the need that we had. We needed that support. We wanted to have more focus on our own results. And we kept hearing the need for that in the communities that we were in, that it wasn't there for them either. So that's how that came about. And like to maintain it, I mean, really just knowing that it's not, ju it's not just for me, it's for the masses of people that need and want that deeper connection, but also to have the accountability and really the support to celebrate our little wins along the way and know that we're accomplishing something in our days because 
it comes down to the fact that we have so many things to do every single day. It's easy to get derailed. It's easy to have a mindset lacking in positivity and moving forward in our day-to-day lives because one thing, one bad phone call, one terrible person knocking you down on social media, like anything can derail us these days. And I mean, that's just the fact of the matter is that we need to be self-aware and really be able to manage our minds the most. I couldn't agree with you more. I know, you know, whether it's social media or just turning on the TV and seeing that scroll along the bottom can derail you. And, you know, one of the things in being a member of Work on Purpose with Purpose is that accountability piece that whether it's you, whether it's my sister, in my circle, if I am having a low day, just the accountability of saying, I need to take a shower and having people like you guys to go, Jesse, get in the shower. We'll see you in 45 minutes. Helps immensely. I mean, just this, because for people with mental health issues, the simplest thing sometimes is our biggest obstacle. So this community that you have created out, I mean, seriously, I love that it was something you guys realized you needed, but threw it out there to the rest of us to go, oh my God, yes, I need this too. And I have to say, I think with today's age, everything is going so fast all the time. No wonder there's so much anxiety and our brains are spinning. We don't know whether we're coming or going. Mm-hmm. And this the space that you've co-created really, really gets people to hone down on just one tiny task and and feel success from it because it's it's almost instant success when you report back and say guess what i got up and took the shower so it's it's just amazing to me it goes to the step-by-step basis too right like saying, oh, I'm going to do this and I need to do this and I want to focus on this. And then those tiny little steps, like I mentioned, like the little steps add up to the big things. It's one by one, step by step, we build our confidence and we get more courage, more brave, like every step of the way with no matter what that is. So that actually ties really well into the fact that that's how I started my entrepreneur journey with being a photographer first and foremost was because I started taking night classes. I started taking baby steps towards what I wanted, which was to be my own boss. And I was like, well, how do I even be a professional photographer? I don't even know. And the key to that people is to get started. Like imperfect inspired action is what like I love to say, because it can be the tiniest steps, but that's how we start figuring out what, what, what things are working for us and where we need to pivot and what isn't working and learning along the way, like just get started, whatever it is, you just have to find your next right move and take that step. And then the next one will come and then the next one will come and then you'll see which ones are working, which ones aren't serving you and how to pivot from there. I, you know, it's, I love that you brought that up because I know you as my coach have seen me go, oh, this, and take a misstep and retract 
and go to the next step, which ended up being great, continued down that road, decided to branch off a little, oop, nope, hold on, come back. <laughs> and I will, I, I just have to encourage people, if you can get yourself a coach, a coach like Rebecca, a coach like me, it's amazing what a, another individual validating what you are doing in those steps does having that person behind you to say, go for it, kid, try it. And I think that's one thing that as a society, we emphasize too much on the negative and don't focus enough on, but what ultimately, what do I have to lose if I do this? You have more to lose if you don't take those steps than you do if you did. Yeah. I would encourage everyone to say, imagine if, right? Like imagine, imagine, like my thought process too with that is imagine I was imagining what it would be like to be my own boss, right? Like that, that was the, the thought process. Like imagine what it's going to be like to be my own boss, to have that freedom, to decide when I get to spend time with my family, when we get to travel, when we get to have these experiences, the people, the amazing dream clients that I get to coach with, like finding all those things out, finding out who I want to give my time to, who I want to be supporting the most. Like those are the freedoms of being an entrepreneur and making sure that we have the right support systems is super, super important. So I love that you mentioned that. And I also love that you just mentioned, (laughs) we're just going to keep loving what the other one mentioned. I love that you mentioned who you want to spend your time with. Because I know that that's been something I've had to work through and continue to work through. And a lot of us work through is those boundaries. We're not necessarily everybody's cup of tea. (laughs) And so it's important for us to go, it's okay. It's not a personal attack. It's just, we're not jiving. And just because you're not jiving with that person, don't, don't take up your time trying to jive. Go find your tribe. And that's what I think is amazing. And I just, you continue to blow my mind because I swear every other month, something new comes out of you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the great thing about, about, you know, coaching with people is that you're the one that I always say this to Jesse too, is like, she's the one that's doing the work. I bring ideas. I, I help draw amazing things out in her that she just doesn't see yet. My thing is that I love to help people be seen, heard, and known. And I do that by listening to what you're saying and then basically like saying it back to you, letting you know like what I hear, what I see in you, because we don't see ourselves the same way as someone that really believes in you. You need that outside perspective. You need someone that doesn't live in your head to show you who you really are and borrow the belief from someone else until you really do believe it because that's just how it is. Like we don't see the same reflection that everyone else sees and you need those supporters a thousand percent. So Jesse, don't let me forget. I have a a free gift that I want to give to your listeners as well before we wrap up. Absolutely. I got it right here. So I love, I love the borrow. I've always loved the borrow my belief because I've always you know, whether it be an adult or my children, there have always been times where I've said, I wish they could just see themselves the way I see them. Mm, so and true. 
I mean, because if we could look at ourselves through another person's eyes that loves us and supports us and cheers us on, I mean, think how unstoppable we'd be. So borrowing somebody's belief of you until you believe yourself is huge. And also you said something that's really big for people with struggling with mental health or with recovering is we don't feel heard. We don't Mm. feel listened to. And a lot of us with these disorders have a tendency to retract from the world because we're scared of being defined by our disorder. And to have a coach like you that is listening and is hearing and is understanding and is even, you know, doing research as to, okay, how's the best way I can work with this? It's just so amazing. And the amount of time and dedication you put into your clients that I can say for firsthand is amazing to me. I like when I don't see you on my calendar, I have a mini panic attack. I'm like, no, I have to get my Rebecca in this week somehow. I don't know how, but I got to get her in. So you just, you bring so much to the table and everything that you've said today clicks on a level, whether you're recovering, whether you have mental illness, whether you're just, I mean, in the times that we're living in, maybe your mental wellness is just a little off kilter to have Mm -hmm. somebody like you support and be behind them and listen to them and allowing them to borrow your belief is so, so critical. So huge. It's the best investment in myself that I've ever made. Well, thank you. No, thank you, (laughs) ma'am. So Rebecca says that she has something that she wants to share with us. And by the way, please feel free to join the Recovering Mentally Crew Facebook page. That's where you'll see all of our offers that our guests offer here on the podcast. Well, perfect. Then that that makes my life a lot easier. So with with that being said, I do want to tell you guys that if you're like, okay, I hear you. I know that's, you know, I need to think about this and figure out what my next move is. If you're in a position where you're like, I don't know where to start. That is something that I've put together. It's a worksheet called connect with your next right move. And it's a worksheet to really kind of help you brainstorm, brain dump ideas and move you through the process of getting that out of your head onto some paper to kind of really gather your vision of what that looks like so you can know what your next right move is. And um, so I will make sure that Jesse has that for you to grab that in her group and be sure that you actually can go right to search in Facebook for your connection strategist dash tools. And I will definitely have that worksheet in there, but I will be continuing to put freebies in there for you guys to download. So make sure that you're in there too, to grab any freebies in the future as well. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you so much for coming on here. It means the world to me. I want to thank everybody for listening again to get any kind of freebies, swag, as I call it, from our <laughs> from our podcast interviewers. Feel free to go Recovering Mentally Crew Facebook group. Just put your name in there and I will accept your invite. There's no prerequisites. I want to thank you guys for joining and, you know, I'm going to just say to you guys, go out and be the authentic badasses you are 
and borrow me and Rebecca's belief in you. We know you can do it. You got this. Rebecca, thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Jesse. Thank you for watching. And remember to love yourself and live fearlessly, guys. Well, you guys, that's all we've got for today. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you go out in the world this week and be the badasses and authentic selves that you are because you are amazing. Do not hesitate to hit a review and let us know what you need to hear because that's the goal. We're here for you. We are recovering mentally together. See you soon.